Hey, good morning. Wow. It's good to be back in my hometown of La Union. Galing ako sa Visayas. Yeah, we went to flew to Bacolod and Dumaguete, Hinigaran, Dum uh, Cebu. And I just came from Cebu just this morning. So I just arrived kanina lang. So uh, it's good to be back. Nakakamiss ang La Union. Alam mo, pag nasa Cebu, nasa Visayas ka, hindi sila nagtatagalog. Mahirapan ako kasi nagtatagalog ako doon and they answer back with Cebuano. But when I met someone, even just someone from vegan, I felt like, brother, <laughs> I'm feeling ko, he's not even from La Union, vegan naman. Parang feeling ko nasa ibang bansa ako. But I've been traveling with Dr. Keith Jenkins. How many of you were here uh, last uh, seminar? So I've been traveling with him and punong-puno na yung aking uh, notebook full of notes because he's been teaching minimum two, usually three seminars per day. So I've been taking notes. Besides yung seminars, I travel with him and during the travel, he's talking to me and consultation, correction, and just getting a lot of downloads to make myself and make my ministry and to make what God's doing in me more better at a higher level. How many of you want to go to a higher level? You want to go to a higher level. It, it may seem strange, but there's something you need to do regularly. If you want to be healthy spiritually, there's something you need to do regularly. And I'm not talking about study the Bible, which you should do that. I'm not talking about prayer. You should do that too. I'm talking about repentance. Kasi dati akala ko, repentance was something you do when you first come to Christ. You repent and then, okay, tapos na. So now you just walk with Christ and be a good Christian. But repentance is not something to do one time only. Repentance is like going to the CR. Sino sa inyo nagbawas na ngayon so far this day? You know, that's something you should do every day. Kung hindi ka nagbawas ng once a day, okay, I'll give you grace. Tomorrow, kung hindi ka pa rin nagbawas, if you still haven't passed your food, if you still haven't gone to the CR for two days or three days, you better go see a doctor because it's poisoning you on the inside. And it's just passing out of your body, getting rid of the junk is so important. It's our body it cannot hold that much filth. And you know, we walk around every week and we sin and, and we're exposed to so much selfishness and worldliness. And then our own evil desires draw us and trap us and trick us. And we touch and see and taste and do many wrong evil things which will contaminate our lives. So just like going to the CR, we need to repent. Repentance is the way to get rid of the junk in our lives. So I'm saying today, the title of the message today is I Heart Repentance. You know what the heart means? I love repentance. Before, I don't like to hear that word. And especially when Keith Jenkins would tell me, you need to repent. Oh, I hate to hear those words. You know, I feel, oh, don't judge me. Oh, don't make me feel bad. Because sa isip -isip ko, when you say repentance... It seems like, oh, that's going to make me cry. I'm going to feel depressed. I want to share with you today about repentance. It's not bad for you. It's great. It's not something that you should hate. Repentance is a gift, a privilege that you should love. Oh, maybe there's some parts of that which is going to remind you of the dirty. Just like when you go to the CR, probably there's a part where it doesn't smell good, right? Uh, let's be honest here. Let's be honest. 
When you go to the CR, yeah, it's dirty. You don't like to touch. You don't like to be exposed. You don't like to smell. But it's a gift. It's a good feeling afterwards. How many of you feel good after you stand up and, wow, I'm ready to go now? I know that sounds like a funny comparison, but it's true. Did you know God created your physical body to somehow symbolize the spiritual man? How many of you know we have spiritual eyes and spiritual ears to hear do you understand so i want to share with you repentance today is not just something bad it's not just for the really really bad people oh the politicians no repentance is not just for the really bad wicked sins it's not just for the sins you did that were super big time sin it's not just for sins that you committed years ago Repentance is for every minor sin, even the sin that you just thought about doing. Repentance is for everyone because all have sinned and all have fallen short of the glory of God. But it's very important because when we come to Christ, this is such a great relationship, not religion. We have a relationship with Christ. And when we become a Christian, when you accept Jesus and the sacrifice of Jesus, he removes your sin. You have sin. We all have sin. But when you accept Jesus, the sin is removed. And you get to come and have a one-to-one personal relationship with God. But with your sin still there, it's not possible. And the only way sin can be removed is through the blood of Jesus. So we become acceptable. The Bible calls it righteous. Not because you're a good person. Not because you do a lot of perfect things. But you become in a right standing with God. Kumbaga, ang, ang Diyos ay thumbs up sa'yo. Ibig sabihin, pwedeng, pwedeng kang lumapit sa Diyos. You are qualified to have a relationship with Him now. Before you became a Christian, before you accepted Jesus, you're not qualified to have a relationship directly with God. But because of Jesus, who is acceptable, you become acceptable. He became poor, now you can be rich. He became sin, now you can become the righteousness. So it's, that's how we become a Christian. But then, when we're in the presence of God, there's fullness of joy. There's a joy. If you became a Christian, and most of you, I remember when I baptized many of you, when you came out of the water, you raised up your hands and shouted, Yay! And you had the joy of the Lord because you felt God's presence. And God's presence. And then what happens is you uh, somehow ignore the Lord and then you sin. And when you sin, you lose that joy. Isn't that right? You start to feel guilty, right? You feel your conscience bothers you. Well, there's the Holy Spirit that God put inside of you to grieve. And so when you lose the joy and you feel a, a, a sick feeling because the sin you did before Christ, you like it. But now the sin that you do, you don't like it. Why? That is proof that you have the Holy Spirit. That is the evidence that you have the Holy Spirit inside of you because you're grieving now. It doesn't feel good to sin. You don't like it. It's not like you. Para kang isang fish out of the water. Hindi ka comfortable sa pamumuhay na kasalanan. You understand. So what happens is, 
God, nothing, nothing can separate you from God's love. But there is something that can separate you from God's presence. Naintindihan mo yung pagkakaiba. God will never stop loving you. If you receive Jesus, He will never stop considering you His child. You will always be His son. I'm His child. Maybe not a son, matured. But you'll be a, always a part of the family. He will never kick you out. God loves you. And nothing will change that. Naintindihan mo? Nothing will separate you from the love of God. Romans 8. But there is something that can separate you from His presence. Kumbaga, yung closeness mo sa Dios madadamay. And that is sin. So you will not, because sin and the holy God cannot mix, cannot be together in the same place. Do you understand? So when we sin, we have to go out of His presence and conduct our sin away from His presence. And you know you do that. Because when you choose to sin, you're turning your back on God. Because you know if God was right there physically in the room, you would not do that. So if you lived all the time, it, it's, it, it's, it's not happening in my life, and it's not happening in your life yet. But if you could live all the time in the presence of God, lagging aware, lagging malapit sa kanya, lagging uh, connected sa kanyang presensya, you will not be able to sin. Di mo kayang gumawa ng kahit anong klaseng kasalanan in His presence. You have to, in your mind, in your heart, you have to kind of turn away from His presence, move over here into the flesh, into your, yung laman, yung, yung what do you call it? Pita ng laman. You have to go into your natural self and conduct your sin with a distance away from God. And that's what we do. Every time we sin, we just kind of, excuse me, God, I'm going to go poop. Excuse me, God, I'm going to go sin. Excuse me, God, you wait here, I'll be right back. And we move away from God, sin, and then ugh, we feel guilty, we can't come back, we lose the joy. So every time, gusto mo malaman if you are in God's presence or not, monitor mo lang yung joy mo. Kung full of joy ka na, there's a good chance you are in the presence of God. Not just happiness, because you got money or a blessing, but you're full of joy. That is a sign of being in God's presence. If you lose that joy, mark my words, if your joy goes away throughout the day, somehow, someway, you sinned. It's because you cannot lose your joy in God's presence. In God's presence, there's fullness of joy. So if the joy, if the joy is no longer full in you, you have sinned. Whether you know what you did or not, but you have. Just accept the fact you have sinned. But you sinned. You got out of God's presence. You started worrying. You started you know, being jealous or selfish, whatever. When you lose the joy, you have sinned. Hey, 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 it's okay. Don't cry, don't worry. God still loves you. It's just that 
the fellowship has been cut. You'll never lose his love, but you can lose his presence. Are you following? Do you see the difference? You never stop being loved by God, but the presence of God is separated. That's why you lost the joy. Okay. Now, what I want to do is tell you how to repent properly. This is what I've been learning. I'm just echoing what I've learned from Keith and what I'm practicing in my life right now. It's practice, and I want you to practice with me. There is a, a right way to repent. It's an art. <laughs> it's a skill. You need, we need to learn how to repent God's way, not man's way. Have you tried to repent before and you felt it wasn't very effective? Have you ever you tried your best to repent and it didn't work? <laughs> you kept going back to the sin. Well, I want to share with you today... And, uh, some words from the Bible, how to repent where it will be effective. It'll work. Now, how many of you have ever tried to go to the CR? And you felt you really need to, you really, kailangan talaga magbawas, but you can't do it. It's not effective. You stand up and you failed. You know, you ever failed? And you, and you know you need to go. You know you need to pass it out. But for whatever reason, and so you stand up and go back to work and you know that it's the issue is not settled yet. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? Mark Joe knows what I'm talking about. The rest of you, but yes, isn't that a horrible feeling? Isn't it much better just to get it out? I want to help you get it out. Everybody say, I love repentance. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, Acts chapter, you can write down some verses, but this is Acts chapter 3. Right over here in verse 17. 18 and 19. In Acts three nineteen, he says, repent. Peter says, repent and turn to God so that he will forgive your sins. But then in verse 20. And if you do, you'll have times of refreshing, spiritual refreshing, times of spiritual strength. And that's what we need. We need strength. We need refreshing. We need relief from sin. So first thing to do, write this down. I'm going to give you seven, seven steps to a really good repentance. And you need to practice this even with the very small Sin, the sin that nobody knows about, the sin that hindi gaano ka grabe ang consequence. But even the sin sa isip mo o sa puso mo na alam mo naman hindi siya pleasing sa Dios. Maaring a thought or anything. I practice mo ito sa mga maliliit so that pagdating sa malaki, <laughs> and we we all have big sins too. Pagdating sa malaki, may 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 practice ka na parang may experience kana and your repentance will be effective and you can get back to God. So number one is ask God to show you how much your sin cost. Can you write that down? Ask God to show you how much your sin cost. You know the song, I'll never know 
how much it cost to see my sin. That song. You need to ask God and let him show you how much your sin cost him. You know, Jesus left everything in heaven and died on the cross and shed his blood. He received whippings and beatings. It cost him everything. It cost God everything to pay for your sin. Kung alam mo sana kung how much it cost to pay the penalty for your sin, you will never sin again. If you're really aware kung gano'ng kalaki ang, ang, ang gastos, kung gano'ng kagrabe ang dinaanan ni Jesus for you, you would not think that's cheap. Well, I don't need Jesus. It's not a big deal. Small sin, doesn't matter. Everybody cheats. Everybody lusts. Everybody gets money. Everybody's selfish. It's not a big deal. If you cheapen your sin, you would just keep sinning. But if you know how much it costs Jesus, how much it costs the Father to cover your sin, to remove your sin, you won't do it anymore. And the next thing is not just how much it cost him, how much it's costing you. Did you know that your sin is costing you and damaging your potential? You want a good future? You want doors of opportunity? You want the blessing? You know, blessing does not come to those who disobey and sin. Blessing comes to those who are obedient children. Love comes to all of God's children. And God loves all his children the same. But God treats his tri- children differently. Ulitin ko yan. God loves all children the same. But he treats children differently. It's conditional on how you obey. What kind of, God is not communist. Pagdating sa langit, hindi pantay-pantay ang reward. And even on this earth, hindi pantay-pantay ang quality of life. You realize that your sin is blocking. God cannot promote you. God cannot give you another level. He's closing the doors of opportunities. Every time you sin, bam, close the door for that opportunity. Na sana, yun ang nasa puso ng Father to give you that door, that spouse, that job, that promotion, that blessing, that miracle. Yes, God wants that for you. But it's only if my people, it's only if, sabi mo if, it's only if my people humble themselves and turn from their sins and pray and seek His face. Naintindihan mo yung mga conditions? So when you sin, kawawa ka. You're not getting away. Kahit hindi alam ng mga tao sa church, you're not getting away with it. You're paying the price because doors are closing. Opportunities are being shut to you. Things that you should enjoy are not going to come into your life because of sin. Number two, go ahead. Let's say number two is confess responsibility for sinning. Confess responsibility. And write down this verse. 1 John chapter 1, verse 9. Okay? Re- confess responsibility for sin. Don't make an excuse. Huwag mong sabihin, everybody's doing it. Just 
confess. Alam mo, First John, this is very interesting. Because when we sin, we go out of God's presence. So may separation na, di ba? May gap na. And so when Dr. Jenkins asks, what do you have to do para makabalik ka sa presence ni God? What do you have to do para ma-receive ma, ma ng forgiveness? And many people said, you have to repent. You have to change. You have to be sorry for your sin. And iba-ibang mga sagot. Pero actually, 1 John chapter 1, verse 9 tells us very simple what we have to do. It does not say repent to be forgiven. It does not say be sorry. It simply says confess your sins. If we confess our sins, He is faithful to forgive us our sin and to cleanse us, to clear the records of all unrighteousness. Isn't that great? The Bible does not say you have to repent first to be forgiven. Now, I'm telling you all about repentance, but you don't repent to get forgiven. You repent to get the fellowship with God and to overcome in life. God will forgive you even if you don't promise not to do it again. We confess our sins and then Paglapit sa Dios, Lord, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I promise I'll change. I promise I'll change. I swear to God. Don't do that. <laughs> just confess. Ibig sabihin, admit. You just, here's a good confession. Simple as this. Very simple. Here's the way to confess. I did it. I sinned. Kagaya ng sinabi ni David nung na, nabuking siya sa adultery. Sabi ni David, I have sinned. Very simple. And you know what Nathan, the prophet of God, said to him right after that? The Lord has taken away your sin. Come on, man. It's that simple. You just, if you sin, the first step you do, as I say, you, you ask God, how much did that cost? Because Jesus bought your forgiveness. But you need to know, Lord... How much did, I mean, if I bought you a very expensive gift, and mostly Filipinos always like to ask how much, right? They like to ask how much is your rent, how much is your salary, how much is your shirt, how much is your shoes. If I bought you a very expensive gift, you probably ask me, how much did that cost? Tanongin mo kay Jesus, how much did that cost? Pag malaman mo, you will respect the forgiveness. You will not cheapen the grace of God, okay? Next thing is you just confess. You say, I have sinned. It was me. It was not my father. It was not my church. It was not my mother. It was not my neighbors. It was not my teacher. I sinned. Can you say that? Yeah. Try it. I sinned. It was me. I'm you, you confess responsibility for your own sin and stop blaming someone else. You just simply say, I sinned. And you know, when you do that, immediately, immediately God forgives your sin. He doesn't require you to do penance first. He doesn't require you to cry first. He doesn't require you to read your Bible and pray first. If we confess our sins, He forgives us our sins. Now, now here's the, nec the next step is very important. Because you'll be clean and forgiven. Enough. The next step 
you got to move quickly because you just confessed and you just got clean. So you got to move as fast as possible toward God, not away from God. Move quickly and boldly. Hebrews chapter uh, 4, verse 16. Hebrews 4, 16 says, we must come boldly to the throne of grace. Where we will find grace and mercy, right? Do you know that verse? Okay, look it up. I'm not going to take the time to read it right now. Hebrews 4.16. So if you had just confessed, moved quickly to God. Run to the Lord and jump in his lap. Let the Father hold you. Let the Father hold your hand. Let the Father just put his arms around you and love you. You don't have to keep talking. You don't have to keep saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You just run to the Father and shut your mouth. And let him hold you. And let him love you. Remember, nothing can separate you from his love. Only separated from his presence. But when you confess, the sin is gone. You can now, you're privileged. May karapatan to come back to his presence. So don't run away from God. You know, problema sa atin karamihan. When you sin, instead of running back to God, you avoid the church. You avoid his presence. You avoid a cell group. And you say this. Itong sinasabi mo, may mga issue kasi ako sa buhay ko. Kailangan ko ayusin ko muna yung sarili ko. And you feel na hindi ako pwedeng mag-church kasi I feel dirty. Alam mo yan? And so instead of, you're doing the wrong thing. If you avoid God, if you avoid worship, if you avoid his presence, if you avoid fellowship, you're going the opposite direction. When you sin, you run to God, not away from Him. You confess, the sin is removed, and jump into His lap. Let Him love you. Receive that love. Unconditional love. Amazing. You don't deserve that love. You're a sinner. But He removed your sin. Now you go to His. Run like a baby. Run like a little baby boy, or a little baby girl, and jump in His lap. You know, maybe when you were a child, you were burned. Napasoka or nasugna, you got sugat or nadapaka. And what happens? Although naughty ka, sabi ng mama mo, na don't run, wakang hawakan yun, and then you got hurt. But what do you do as a child? You run to the neighbor? You run away? No, you run. Even though you're guilty, you run back to mama. You run back to your daddy, and you cry, and you jump in his lap, and just cry, and let him take care of you isn't that right some of you when you grow up you stop being childlike and we need to be like a child when you sin you confess it and run back to the father let him hold you let him love you because repentance listen to me very important repentance needs to be done in god's presence not outside of god's presence you haven't started repenting yet at this stage. Uh, I'm sharing you. You're not yet repenting. You just confessed. Darating at darating your repentance mo. But hindi pa. Sa ngayon, so far, sa mga steps na binibigay ko sa inyo, you're not yet repenting. You just confessed. Then you run to God. He's holding you. He's loving you. Now, in a moment, after a season of letting Him love you, soak His love in. Just know that you're loved without strings attached. 
then he's going to guide you through the process of repentance. It's a process. You cannot repent on your own away from God's presence. You're away from God's presence. You're in the flesh. You're in the natural man. Your mind mo hindi mo kaya magrepent. How can the flesh overcome the flesh? How can your old nature defeat another part of the old nature? Cannot be. You will never overcome sin, and you'll never be able to really repent away from God's lap, away from God's arms. That's why you repent and then repeat. And repent and repeat again the same mistake. Repent, repeat, repent, repeat, and it's just a bogus repentance. Doesn't work. All your repentance is just, I promise, Lord, I'll never do it again. Pero alam ng Dios sa future. Andun siya sa future. Alam niya na you'll do it again. You're not fooling God. So just run to His lap, receive the love, and let Him guide you. And number, number, number four Here's what God's going to do. He's going to play a movie for you. How many of you like to watch movies? You're not going to like this movie. He's going to play a movie for you. And the movie is a review of your sin. Now that's going to be shocking. Because harap harapan sa Dios, you're going to watch a movie together. He's going he's gonna to talk to you. He's loving you. So you don't have to worry about being loved. But he's going to talk to you about your sin. So he's going to replay and review what you did. And he's going to explain to you what you did wrong. Not to put you down. Not to reject you. But he's developing maturity in you. He wants you to learn. He wants you to grow up. So God is going to play this movie. <laughs> It's just a spiritual thing. But God's going to review and talk to you about your sin. But he's not going to condemn you. He's just going to talk to you about your sin. And it's going to be a scary movie. Have you ever watched a horror movie? It's going to be shocking. It's going to disturb you. You're going to feel uncomfortable. But just hold on to his hand. If you watch a horror movie, the girls, you know, when they're scared, they hold on to the hand of their boyfriend. Right? That's why the boys like horror movies. Because the girls go closer. When you watch a horror movie, isn't that right, Joy? These guys know what I'm talking about. When you watch this movie, when God is talking to you about your sin, it's going to disturb you. You're going to feel, ah, you're going to grieve, and, but you just hold on to God. Just watch that movie, but hold on to God. Number five, godly sorrow. Godly sorrow, not guilt, not human, oh, I'm sorry dahil nabuking ako. No, godly sorrow will guide us, will guide you to repent properly. Godly, this is number five, godly sorrow will guide you to repent properly. It says that in Second Corinthians chapter 7. Verse 10, 2 Corinthians 7, verse 10. Godly sorrow leads us. Everybody say leads. 
You need a leader. You need someone to lead you, a guide. Goodbye. Godly sorrow will guide you, will lead you to proper repentance. You can't repent properly on your own, away from God. You can only repent in the light of God's presence. Okay? Now, is this helping? Yeah. All right. Two more. Two more. Then dig deeper to find the root cause. Okay? Dig deeper. You're sorry. You're in God's presence. Now dig deeper. How do you dig deeper? You ask questions. Okay? Nagahanap ka ng root cause. Ugat. You're, you're, you're not just thinking about the fruit only now. Because if you repent on your own, with your own mind, you repent of the fruit. Kung anong ginawa mo, sorry ka doon. Oh, I'm, I cheated. I'm sorry. Oh, I, I cursed. I'm sorry for cursing. Oh, I stole money. I'm sorry for stealing that money. Oh, I lusted. Oh, I'm sorry for that lust. Oh, I'm sorry for being jealous. Oh, I'm sorry I was angry. You know, if you repent from the fruit of a tree, the tree of selfishness and pride, the, sh- the tree of sins, you're only taking off one piece of fruit at a time. Tama po ba? And it will grow back again next season. Mas madami pa because you're actually pruning the tree. You're cutting it, you're cutting it, cutting it. So yung tree is natutuwa yung tree. Every time you cut a fruit off, natutuwa yung tree. And it grows more. Nagiging healthy pa yung tree. Nabubuhay yung tree ng sin sa buhay mo. Every time you cut off a sin. So akala mo you're doing good. Akala mo you're getting better. But after two or three years, what happens? You feel like you're not really getting purer. You're not getting more holy in life. You've been trying hard to stop sinning as a Christian. You're cutting out the sin and it grows back. Na may pinsan. Right? Make a kambal. So you're not really repenting effectively. The way to repent effectively is dig to the root. Okay? You're in God's presence. Say, God, I got a lot of bad fruit in my life. Marami akong kasalanan sa buhay ko. Tulungan mo ako. Gabayan mo ako to find the root cause. Kung why am I jealous? Why do I want that? Why do I feel this way? Why do I feel angry? Why do I think this way? Bakit ganun ang pag-iisip ko? I always think people will reject me. I always think people are don't like me. Why do I think like that? Bakit ganun ang pag-iisip ko? And so you dig, you dig, you dig, and you ask God to ho- to guide you. You begin to desperately look for the bottom roots. Maybe sa childhood mo, maybe sa mga fears mo, but the bottom line sa bawat root is that you want to be the Lord of your own life. You want to be in charge. Kagaya na sinabi ni devil kay Eve, you will be the Lord. You shall be as God. And yan ang magiging root. And you got to then, last one, number seven, is let the Holy Spirit kill your old self. Oh yeah, the Holy Spirit wants to kill you. The Holy Spirit wants to kill the old you. Ang problema, the you, you, is blocking the Holy Spirit. The you, you, is identifying with the flesh of you. Oh, I, I'm, I'm this old man. I'm this person. So, nakiki-identify, nakiki-pag-isa ka sa old man mo. 
You need to get out of the way at makipag-identify sa bagong nila lang. Makipag-identify with the Spirit. And it says in Romans 8 verse 13, that if by the power of the Spirit, you put to death, you kill the flesh, the old man. What does it say here? Let's read it together. If you do, you will die, but you will live if by the help of God's Spirit, you say no to your desires. Okay, this is a very simple English, but your King James says mortify the flesh. Kill. Put to death. Like that. Kill the flesh. The old you. The old nature. Okay, yeah, very important that we baptize in the Holy Spirit. Did you know that this wa And Keith talked about a bottle, of, a bottle of water. Now the water right now is full of... This bottle is full. Right? Of, of, of the Spirit. The water. But what if... Because I leak throughout the day. Kumay butas yan. Yeah, it drains out. So, papasok dito ang hangin. Maybe usok or whatever. So, but if I put this bottle inside a big tank of water, it will not only be filled with this water, it will be baptized in the water. And if the Holy Spirit is, is if, you, if you are constantly in the Spirit, Constantly, not just baptized in the Spirit one time, but always submerged and immersed in the Spirit, in God's presence. It will suffocate the flesh. Wala nang air. It cannot breathe. And the flesh will choke to death, will die. You understand that? How many of you would like the flesh to just die? You're going to let the flesh die and be filled with the Holy Spirit and with life. Let's pray. Thank you, Father, for your gift of repentance we need to repent frequently daily even and we need to repent accurately not just uh, trying hard but to really repent where you guide us lord i pray that as we confess our sins we would not run away from you but run to your lap and let you just hold us and love us and Oh, put your arms around every sinful child of yours and thank you that you took away that sin. And Lord, just guide us. Lord, teach us how to repent. Show us that movie of our mistake. Show us where we went wrong. And then teach us why did we do that. The deeper reason why, the root cause. Reveal, Lord, turn the lights on in our memory. Turn the lights on in our past. Turn the lights on in, in the deepest part of our heart so we would see the reason behind that why do we feel that way why do we think like that why do we want the things we should not even be wanting lord where did that come from and i pray that you change and save our soul the mind and the will and the emotions make us have the, the mind of christ lord download to us your emotions and your will be done in our lives and thank you lord that your love will never depart we never be separated from your love and we thank you that your presence is available lord let us have the vision that we can walk without sin that we can really not be obligated to the flesh but be a slave of righteousness in jesus name amen
Wow. Okay, na-review tayo. Okay, so do you know God knows when you're tithing or not? I'll uh, call Mark Joe to share yung testimony niya kung ano yung nabago sa life niya mula nung nag-tithes siya. Amen. Simula nag-tithes ako. Nung simula po ako nag-tithes, tulad ng karamihan is parang yung thinking ko noon is parang kinukuha nila yung pera ko para para maging mayaman yung church ganun lang isip ko noon pero nung 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 kanina nung nagtatides na ako is 5% una una 5% yung binibigay ko pero nung kanong parang patagal ng patagal na binibigay ko na yung 10% kay God so yung maganda, magandang 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 simula yung 5% So nung, nung patas ng nung kanina, nung nakikilala ko si God, 10% yung binibigay ko sa kanya. And hindi para sa akin yun, yung perang yun, yung binigay niya sa akin. So, binigay ko, sineset apart ko yung pera na sa kanya. So, marami nagbabago, marami nagbabago nung nagtatites na ako. Tulad nung nakapunta kami ng Manila. Di ba? Hindi ko naman pera yun eh. Nagtites lang ako, tapos... May binigay lang si God na, na money, di ba? Wow. Tapos, uh, nakapag-aaral ako. Di ba? Nakapag-aaral ako. Uh, hindi lang pera eh. Uh, si Mama, nagamot yung kanya, nagamot yung kid, kidney niya. Kasi meron siyang kidney. Ay, meron siyang kidney trouble. Kidney trouble. Wala. Kidney trouble. Nagamot yung kidney trouble niya. And then, uh, yun, uh, nagkaroon ako ng polo, di ba? Polo. <laughs> polo, tat- tatlo pa, ay apat pala, apat yung polo ko doon. So, di ba, hindi, hindi ko lahat yung binili. Si, kay, God, kay, God, kay God mismo yun yung binibigay niya. Di ba, 10% lang yung binibigay niya sa akin, ay binibigay, binibigay, binibigay ko sa kanya. Pero, doble, triple yung binibigay sa amin. Wow, tapos isang araw pa, di ba nag-tights ako ng, ng first service. So, tap, tap, ay, tapos ay first service, bumaba na ako. May nagbigay na naman, may nagbigay sa akin ng 40. 40, and ilan yung 10% ng 40? 4 pesos. So, yung 4 pesos na naman kay, kay God. So, nung pagbaba ko na naman, wow, hindi, hindi na, hindi na 40 yung binigay. Doble pa, hindi, hindi, lang, hindi lang doble, hindi lang triple. 500 yung binigay, di ba? 4 pesos, pero 500 yung binigay. Wow! Amazing God, di ba? So, malay nyo, yung tights ninyo mamaya is pagbaba ninyo, hindi lang 500, di ba? <laughs> yung ibibigay sa'yo. So, let's let the art tights for God and let's pray. Before tayo mag-pray, interpret ko lang yung sinabi ni, ano, <laughs> ni Mark Joe. So, when he began tithing for Joy and Steve, when he began tithing, um, some things has changed in his life. Um, he has received a lot of blessings with the little amount that he started with, 5%. <laughs> he started with something, at least he started with something. And for us na hindi pa sanay mag-tithe, you can start somewhere. You can start 5%. And when he's coming to know the truth as he comes to know God truth it's 10% and because that's what 
God required of him, he was faithful to it, and God was faithful also to him because he promised in his word that you give him what is due to him and he will take care of you. Okay, so may I ask uh, Atele to lead us in prayer to offer our tithes. Okay, let us be amazed of God's blessings. Let us pray. Um, Father God, uh, maraming maraming salamat po sa binibigay niyo sa aming blessing. Um, even though, Lord, um, nagda-doubt kami, um, ibibigay namin to sa iyo, Panginoon, kasi we want to be, we want to worship you and glorify you. This is not for for our for our sake, but it's for your sake, Lord. And touch the lives of everyone who is in this room, and give them more blessings so that uh, they may be able to perform the things that they needed for their ministry. And every one of us, Lord, have our ministry, and. Touch our hearts and touch our lives, Father God. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.
additional, uh, we're inviting everyone to join after the second service, uh, the Watchmen activity. May I call on Steve to explain? What's the theme for this year for the church? And how are we going to do that? Equipping. Well, Pastor Tim has asked Joy and myself to train and equip a group of watchmen prayers to pray initially for the Sunday services. So if you think you're interested, if you think God is touching your heart, join us after the second service and we will explain a bit more here after the second service. Just very short meeting. 15 minutes. Prayer warriors. We can make God famous. And we can make God famous. Here's the SFCC as a house of prayer. Okay? So good morning and let's enjoy fellowship. Doon sa baba. Enjoy repenting. Oh.